another episode of Worst Collection Ever. This is the show where we tell you about the worst comic collection in existence. And it just happens to belong to us. I'm Jen. I'm Sean. How are you? I'm okay. How are you? I don't know. You're vaccinated. I, well, I got my first dose. You're, you're now, I don't know how. You're half vaccinated. Yes, I'm a, I'm a halfy at the moment. Is that, is that, is that the name for those <laughs> yes, people? Yes, if you only get one shot, you're a halfy. Um, I, I don't know how I ended up in this wave because like, if you look at it, it says certain things. And one of those things is you're supposed to have two high risk conditions and I'm just a fat fuck. That's only <laughs> one high risk condition. So I'm like, but my number came up and did they, they were, did they, did they notice your credit card as a cheeseburger? Yes, they did. Is that cause I do remember that was, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Sean was talking about like. How he wishes he had a cheeseburger on his credit card. So no, I don't wish. What happened was I went to go get my new new credit card. Uh, you know, because like because like or the bank that we go to, like you, you can get like different things. You can on get your, designs. You get designs on your card, and one of them is just like a random picture of a cheeseburger. I chose to get like an eight bit like thing, right? Which is cool, but one of them is like a random cheeseburger. Hmm. And so I go to I said to Jen, it's like, oh, you know, if I have that, and somebody looks at, it, they'll know I'm a fat guy. <laughs> because not by looking at me. I was gonna say, but looking at the they card, be able to see you. And they'll be like, "Oh, you must be a fat, fat person because you only have a you cheeseburger." And it's like, "Oh, I try guy. to eat it sometimes." I think maybe that's it. Maybe they were like, "You must obviously have a cheeseburger credit card." So here's the vaccine. But I don't know. I just got an email. <laughs> that's the only way you can get a, yes. get a cheeseburger credit card. I just got an email from you know the place I get my healthcare from, and they were just like, "You have 48 hours to schedule a vaccination." And I was like, "Well, I'm not going to fucking argue with you, people." Uh, you tell me I'm eligible. I'm going. Oh, shit. So I did. And I had to drive all the fuck way to Longmont, which is a very, very long way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I got vac- I got my first dose and I don't have to go back again until April and I will be fully vaccinated. Yeah. You. As of this recording. Yes. Go tomorrow. I go tomorrow. Yeah. yeah you got your email the, when I was actually getting vaccinated. Yeah. Yeah. I was kind of sitting there waiting because I'm sitting there like, I want mine. I don't know how I is it because I live with you. I think it might and be. And they're like, well, he's a cancer survivor. She's his wife. Give them both the vaccine. Know, maybe they just took pity on pity on you for living with me. Maybe. Maybe they were just like, you know, she's really something. <laughs> 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 I was thinking of all the things I could say. And I was like, I don't have to humiliate myself that bad. Can, can I see the criteria, please, you know before what? I get this? She's had it hard. And, and, and let me ask you this. Uh, it's been Fat lady. Fug. Fugly fat lady. Just give her the fucking vaccine. <laughs> I'm in the fug wave. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, fuggos? Oh, yes. Yes, right this way, Stop ma'am. It. Stop it. The fuggo wave. Yeah, that's what it says. It says, like, you know, two or more high-risk conditions, uh, you know, essential workers, grocery store, fuggos. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Which I don't know why they wouldn't want to vaccinate the very attractive people so they can get back to. Well, they already have. They already had it done. Oh, oh, you're right. You're yeah, right. they're already. They're the first people. They, they got it even before the the, the, the healthcare olds, workers. The, the olds. olds. Yeah. They're like, let's give it to the hots. <laughs> now they're getting to the uggos. Yeah, that's like now it's time for the uggos. Let's get uh, let's get the uggos. Let's get the uggos taken care of. Let's get them taken care of. We already got the hots. Now we gotta get the uggs. Brad Pitt, it's done. <laughs> I am assuming all famous people have already had this vaccine. Oh, well, I mean, I would certainly hope so. Right? They have to have. Well, I don't know. Excuse Uh, me. Are you a movie star? You've already had the vaccine. I mean, movie star could be a debatable term for a lot of people, though. Have you been in a movie? Oh, okay. I made a movie. No, I mean, like... Theatrically released... Where was your movie theatrically released? No, I'm saying like it just not, mine oh, wasn't. I was gonna say no, that doesn't count. You have to be like theatrically released, like where you and Bivis, you have a you've gotten the vaccine. Anybody that was in Batman v Superman gets a vaccine. Even the guy that they got shot in the head, that was Jimmy Olsen. Yes, if you're an extra in one of those movies, you got the vaccine. Ooh, neat. That's how it works. <laughs> Were you murdered in that? <laughs> Were you ba- the, murdered by Batman? <laughs> did, did, did Batman and Cat Bat? Whatever did fucking ba- did, Were you the guy who Batman literally drove over? <laughs> Remember when the car just like just, hits that it guy? It just like head? it slows down and you just see the dude getting hit by the car and just uh, arrows is vaccinated. <laughs> yep, hundred percent. That guy that guy yeah, that guy's doing all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that guy got vaccinated. One of my were, favorite. Were you scenes. the guy in Wonder Woman eighty four who had the farm? You've been vaccinated. Oh, that's right. The guy who was like, well, I wish for cows and now I don't have a place to put my cows. Or I wish for a farm and now I don't know where to put my animals. 
What about the cop that says, I don't know what's going on? 100% that guy's already been vaccinated. <laughs> yeah, this one, Bruce, there's a few saving graces for that movie. There's some, there's some, uh, some, <laughs> there's some moments. Parts, some, some small bit parts of that movie that you need to, you need to, be, very funny. you need to respect. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I get to go to, as a list, uh, airing, you know, I get to go tomorrow. And, uh, let me ask you this. It's been 24 hours. Yeah. How are you feeling? I feel fine. I mean, it's still only the first dose. It's the Moderna vaccine. Uh-huh. Uh, I have heard that the second dose is when you usually get symptoms. The only thing I've had is my arm kind of hurts. It's sore. Well, yeah, because you got shot. But of course. I mean, that's pretty normal. That happens when you get the flu shots. But uh, I feel fine. Boy. We'll see what happens after I get the second one. Mm-hmm. You're going to, you know, here's what doesn't make any sense. I went Tuesday and got my vaccine, right? Mm-hmm. You were going Thursday. And when you sign up, they make you, they give you a second appointment. Like, you don't even get a chance to schedule it. It comes in, like, a package. I had mine on Tuesday, and then I have my next one on, like, in April sometime. Because I guess they have to be, like, 28 days apart or 30 days, whatever. And then you have yours tomorrow, mm-hmm. Thursday, day this comes out. And you get to go back and get fully vaccinated before me. That's strange. What the fuck? I don't know. Yeah. Perhaps I am more uggo <laughs> than you. They're like, she can get it first, but she has to wait. The, uh... Like, like let the UG marinate. Like, it's like a oh hotter. my god, what if I get this vaccine and I'm super hot now? Oh, that'd be a great side effect. Wouldn't that be fucking great? Like I'm just like the hottest thing you've ever we seen. Would, I mean, you are the hottest. I thing I've look ever seen. no, I would look like that chick from um. Oh shit, what was it? Where I was really mad. Oh, we were watching the Golden Globes and I got really mad. Oh, because that chick face? from the, the, uh, the Queen's Gambit had like that blonde hair and she was like stick thin with that like green dress and she just looked like a huge bitch. I'm sure she's not, but that's what she looks like. Yeah. And I was like, literally my dream. That's literally what I, in my head, that's what I look like. That's what, that's what we do. You want to be on a, you want to win an award on a Zoom call. Yes, I and, do. And uh, just look, just look completely angry. I, I'm sure she's very sweet. She might just have resting bitch face, which I get, but like, that's literally in my head. That's what I look like. And in reality, I look like a blobfish. <laughs> like a blobfish. But Stop it. I am half vaccinated, so. Yeah, that is good. I'm excited about that. Yeah, we are we are very happy about that, and I will be very happy once uh, once we get our shit taken care of, my yeah. shit taken care of. You know what was really funny is, like, when I went, the the guy, there's, like, a guy, like, walking up and down the hallway being like, oh, it's okay, like, I know there's a line, but, it's, you know, we're, we're moving really quick. And I was like, I don't care if I have to stand in this line because I'm happy to be here. And that yeah. was pretty much everybody there where they're like, we don't care. It's fine. We'll stand here for another fucking 20 minutes. Like, I don't give a shit. I've been stuck in my house shit. for a fucking year. <laughs> pretty much. I'm Yo, like, standing in line for, for a half hour. To get a vaccine, it... man, I'm happy to do it. Like, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I was quite happy to, to be there. And, and mm, it yeah. seems like most everybody else was, too. So. Oh, everybody was like, yay! Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. That's cool. Yeah. What else is going on? Uh, we uh, there was a botch this week of epic proportions. Yeah. Uh, depending on how you look at it, because you know not everybody's looking forward to it, but the the Snyder Cut was accidentally released on HBO Max. Yeah, under the name of un, under the title of Tom and Jerry. Yeah. So if you were watching, and it was obviously taken down. I yeah. don't know how long it was up. A couple hours, maybe. Yeah. If you're looking, if you're looking to watch a kids movie, fuck off. You get to uh, watch <laughs> this dark. watch this grim dark blob fest. Yeah, and uh, you're gonna have to like it. Yeah, enjoy the the CGI. I I don't know. I mean, when does it come out? The 18th. Yeah, I think it's 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 soon. It comes out like the day before Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So, so the 16th. No, 17th. Yes. I don't know. Sometime. Sometime. Comes out on a day in March. Yeah, it's coming. It comes out, out in the Ides of March. Yes. Well. Appropriate. Yes. So yeah, we'll we'll see how that goes. Yeah. No. I mean, um, I'm looking forward to. I mean, I'll watch it for sure. I don't know. I mean, I've already. I, I think it was when we were we watching uh, Justice League for the We Hate Movies commentary stuff. Oh, yeah. Jeez, I forgot we even did that. <laughs> I hadn't seen. I hadn't seen that movie since we saw it in the theater. Yeah. And it was remarkable how boring that movie is. Right. Like it's just. It's it's offensively boring. It's offensively boring, and I do remember now that you bring that up, how tonally odd it is. Mm-hmm. Because you can you can tell this isn't two this isn't one director. This is two directors, and they just mash them together. Yeah, it's like a Franken movie. 
So it's like super serious in this one scene and then you have like the levity in another and it just it's it's all over the place. Yeah. It's kind of a mess. Well, we're going to see the how it was intended to be. Well, I mean, we might actually get dark side, which I know we were saying, like, if you just got a glimpse of him at the end, that would have been so cool. Well, we are getting dark side. We are getting dark side. But remember how we were talking about in the Justice League? How uh, it was oh like, yeah, if yeah. he just goes up in the mother box and like, even if you just saw dark side's eyes, like I would have fucking popped for that shit. Oh yeah. And it didn't happen. So I'm like, well, I mean, at least we get dark side. He looks stupid, but at least we get dark yeah, side. Yeah, at least he's here. It's, you know, looks like, he looks like, he may look like a jabroni, but he'll be there. Mm-hmm. But, uh, He's yeah. gonna look like CGI Glop, but he'll be there. Well, he he just in, Dark Side as a character looks like CGI Glop. That's true. He does. He's, he's already he's already like he the does. correct palette, you know, of which uh, of of what he what he you know what's what the DC universe looks like. Yeah. You know, he, you can't really just you know feel like you can't really look at him and be like, well, you know, Dark Side should be look these colors. Like, no, he already looks like gray and blue. So, yeah, that's true. So, you know, that's they're true. just, you know, as long as you get the eyes right, which as long as they're red eyes, you know, if you I fuck that, know. you can't fuck that up, I hope. Yeah. But I, I expect to be disappointed. Oh, well, of course. But I'm still going to look forward to it uh, yeah. because I want to, I just want, I just want, I just, I just look forward to all the think pieces. Actually, I don't look forward to anything because I don't read no. those things. No, <laughs> I, I don't, don't know why I'm saying this. I, I mean, I do what I, I do what I don't. I don't know. I just, people have takes. You know, and then yeah. sometimes I, I, I do, I was called to question the, the take culture the other day when my favorite person, my boyfriend, like tweeted out some review of like Wonder Woman and, and how people like the, the writer was just like, yeah, I just, I don't think people got it. And I was like, wow, maybe, maybe people take this a little bit more seriously. And here I am just fucking making bad jokes on the internet. But I still didn't like Wonder Woman. Well, there's people. I mean, well, that's the thing, though. There's people that are paid to be film critics. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. that's their job is to you know is to is to critique and critique and, and to question movies. I just feel like I'm like, oh wait, what if you like really did work like super hard to like put something like Wonder Woman or the Snyder Cut or whatever into the universe, and then it comes out in the internet, it's just like shit. <laughs> you just fucking I, yeah. shit on it constantly, like just for the. I mean, I didn't shit on the Wonder Woman just to shit on it. I still have a lot of fucking problems with that movie, but I was like, yeah, no, the movie's just absurd. Absurd, but it's I don't, absurd I didn't, and you stole a guy's body anyway. It's, it's absurd. Never gonna it, get over it's, it. it's absurd and morally ambiguous, but you did they fucking raped a dude. Like yeah. I'm never gonna get over it. I'm not okay with it. I'm never gonna be okay with it. Yeah. Um but I was like, oh, I could see how if you're like, wow, I'm putting out this movie that has like a message of like, you know, we can save ourselves and, and love is the answer, and then the internet just shits on it, you'd probably feel bad. Yeah. I'm still not redacting any of my comments about Wonder Woman. No, you that's Sorry. You're, you're entitled to your own opinion, thankfully, Sorry, you know. Everybody is. <laughs> so, I love you dearly, but I'm I'm not I'm not redacting this comment. <laughs> it's still fucking creepy that you stole the dude's body. Okay, yeah. there you go. No, fair, fair you enough. You didn't write it. Uh and then the WandaVision finale, which I think is like the finale oh, yeah. finale. It is the finale finale, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like it's not they're not they're not we're not coming back for season two. Yeah. You know, we we they, they said what they had to say. Yeah. They did what they had to do and mm-hmm. then we're done. Yeah. And uh, I was uh, I was impressed, you know, I mean, there was, you know, it was yeah, I mean, I think good. Yeah, it was good. It was probably for me, the most Marvel of all the episodes yeah. that we watched. Yeah. Most as far yeah. as MCU goes, as far as like how how it feels to be in the MCU for me, um, I liked it until the end. And I think, and this is kind of a spoiler for it, and I'm going to shit on something right now. Mm-hmm. But this is my, I feel reasonable critique. I did not like when Monica said to Wanda, they'll, they will never know what you gave up for them. They, as in the fucking townspeople, you just mentally tortured yeah. for however fucking long. The, what are you even talking about? You gave up an imaginary family. You had a whole bunch of fucking people, literally. Like, and I realized she didn't know the, what she was doing. And I question, no, she did though. But that's the thing. I question that because Vision fucking told her like three episodes ago, like, "Hey, I woke that dude up, and he's in like humongous mental pain. Can you please let him go?" Like, she knew what she was. I feel like 
she, maybe she didn't intend to do it, but she must have figured out what she was doing eventually, and she still kept up. Yeah. And and it's hard for me to be like, well, it's totally okay because Wanda gave up her family, and I'm like, it's not okay. These fuck, you need to atone for what you fucking did to these people, mm. and the fact that you're totally fine with mentally torturing Agnes, mm-hmm. Agatha. Because she's a villain? I'm like, dude, heroes don't act like that. You put them in fucking jail. Yeah. So that that was my big question with that. I was just like, you know, I can't I can't get on this it's okay now yeah. train because it's not okay. Not without some serious fucking work. It's not okay. And that's my problem with it. Yeah, no, I agree. I uh I I I don't buy that shit with them being like, oh, you know, she she didn't know what she was doing. Of course, no, she knows exactly what she's doing. You know, she has so much autonomy over her powers, I feel like. You yeah. know, she has more autonomy than, you know, people are led to believe. Right. And and, and I do buy the maybe she didn't understand the extent of her power. Or maybe no, she's how, an adult. But maybe how powerful she could be. But, I, I mean, but I obviously think, people were acting a certain way. Right. But I don't because here's the thing. She didn't realize at the beginning she didn't realize that she did that. Okay. So like when she like explodes and creates the hex and creates vision and she doesn't realize that she's enslaved everybody else mentally. She didn't understand that she did that. But then we get like when vision is starting to realize something is wrong Uh and he's telling her like, Wanda, I don't remember anything before we got here and I'm scared and then he says, I, cause then he's in the office. Remember when he wakes up that dude mm-hmm. and he's like, Wanda, I woke that guy up. He says he's in horrible mental pain. You have to let him go. Like, what are you doing? And she's like, nothing. And that's when like Pietro shows up. Yeah. So visions already told her. Then Pietro tells her, you know, Agatha through Pietro tells her and she keeps doing it. And then at the end, she's supposed to be like, I didn't do it. It's okay. No, it's not. You knew you were doing it like four or five episodes, like three episodes ago. Yeah. You knew what was happening. People were telling you what was happening. You just didn't want to listen to it. It does not, just because you didn't want to hear it and just because you didn't intend to do this in the beginning doesn't negate the harm you caused. Yeah. And she needs to fucking atone for that. And I feel like we just got this like, well, you gave up, you know, fake vision and fake family. It's totally cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's and not it's, totally it's, cool. it's. That was my problem with that episode. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of stuff wrong with that and uh you know of course her being an avenger or whatever she is i don't even know i can't even i don't even know are the avengers still around now i mean with tony dead i don't know we'll find out eventually i guess you know we'll find out how we're gonna we're gonna set that back up you know because i mean everybody else else is doing their own shit right you know thor's in space i assume thor's in space hulk is uh, hulk hulk's still around yeah or he came or where is Hulk? Did was, he go or to was space? He, or were, was he? That was. Wait a minute. Did Ragnarok happen after or before Infinity War Part Two, or or Infinity whatever whatever it was called? Before. Because it happened before. Then he came back from space. Well, yeah. Because remember, he was all like, "Rah!" And then by the time we get to him in Endgame, he's like, "Oh, Endgame! That's right." Wearing fucking glasses and a sweater. Because he had like five years to like podcast or whatever the fuck he ended up doing. <laughs> you know he's like teaching something and he's writing. He's like giving readings of he, his fiction. He's right. He's writing down. He's doing think pieces. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's yeah. critiquing the the moral. It's all very Jonathan, values of, it's of all the Justice ve- League. It, it's all very Jonathan Franzen. Yeah. His fiction. Uh, David Foster Wallace shit <laughs> going on over there. So, um, yeah, he. Uh, but I, I don't know if he went to – I don't know what anybody's doing. No, I don't know. I mean, well, well I know Nat- Natasha's dead. The last time we saw everybody who was not Vision or Wanda was at Tony's funeral. Right. So I don't know. Right. So uh, Tony's uh, Tony's dead. Natasha's dead. Mm. Captain America is old. That's right. He is. Um, I assume he caught COVID and died. Yeah, yeah, that, 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 yeah. That's just, that's just. I don't actually think he. That could, was the end of Captain right? America. He was just like, eh. he couldn't. He's a super soldier. Could he catch COVID? I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Maybe maybe he, they maybe they used his antibodies for the vaccine. Oh yeah. Oh shit. Maybe Am I Captain America. Yes. Now? Okay. Go throw that shield. Woo! Go throw. Go find a plate and throw it. <laughs> See how. <laughs> ah! Throw it like a discus. So it all comes back to me. Nope. Nope. Just went through that person's window. No. Oh, bro, just broke. 
Yeah. Now I got to clean it. So, um, yeah, so that's uh, was uh, WandaVision. Yeah. You know, I mean, it was, it was fine. And Captain America and the Winter Soldier comes out uh, soon. And, you know, as, as does the Justice League uh, center cut. So we got lots to look forward to, mm. you know, uh, new hip things. Mm, hip. Let's take a quick break and we'll come back with our book for this week. It's Citizen Kane Minute. Hosted by film fanatic Rob Kelly and a collection of special guests, Citizen Kane Minute will examine the greatest film of all time, five minutes at a time. Coming soon to the Fire and Water Podcast Network. All right, we're back here at our worst collection ever with our book for this week. It is uh, King in Black, Thunderbolts, number one from... March 2021. Oh, shit. New. The newest. Oh, my God. It We're doing the... something that isn't 45 years old? Yeah, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah literally, literally 45 years old. Pretty much. Were you published in 1976? Yeah. Then, yeah. No, this is um, this is a new book that I purchased uh, the other day because we uh, – it was a, so here in Colorado, the weather is really weird. And it sure is. For the past couple of days uh especially this weekend it was very nice out oh it's absolutely gorgeous it was in the it was like 65 degrees it was almost 71 one yeah. day it's absolutely yeah colorado i've never i look i grew up out here yeah. i've literally never gotten used to the weather it makes no sense so it's pretty much all winter has been very mild we haven't had a winter so we've had a lot of these like really nice days yeah yeah, it's been pretty mild, and uh, Monday, or was it uh, Saturday, was just a particularly a nice day. Yeah, it was gorgeous. And it was something where you were like, I want to go somewhere. I don't know where the hell to go, Yeah, I but, just... you know, let's go somewhere. And now it's like, well, let's go to Mile High. Yeah. You know, usually that's my suggestion most of the time. But it's been like about six months since we've been there. Yeah. You know, we went there like in like October. It was before Halloween. Yeah, and I, I had wanted to go up there anyway because I last weekend... Um, I did like a virtual Zoom or I sat in on like a virtual Zoom chat where the author Isabel Allende uh, talked about her new book. Um, so and it was put on by like a library here in Colorado, whatever. Um, so I just sat and watched it. And the there's a store up in like the off Tennyson, which is this, this street that's like kind of hip and it's up by the Gothic theater or not the Gothic, the Oriental theater, um, which we go to when we see like Lucha Libre and stuff like that. Um, and so it's called book bar and they were putting together like packages where you could get Isabel Allende's book, uh, the woman who interviewed her book and then a bottle of wine for like however much money. So I was like, oh, I'm going to go get that, support a local business, get myself some wine, right? And a book or two. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, they didn't have any to pick up because they're all sold out. So I'm just on the list. But I was like, well, my plan was to like go up that way anyway and just like do pickup. So fuck yeah. it. Let's just go somewhere, anywhere. Let's go to Mile High. So we did. Yeah. So we went up there and uh, we... We're just, I, I wanted to get to a comic book store because I wanted to pick up some new books. I've been promising to do some new books and I wanted to fulfill that. And the problem with Mile High, though, is that the way that they have their new books set up mm. isn't very. It's weird. It's weird. Yeah. Like, it's not like other comic book stores. Like Right, the, where there's just like a wall. There's a, I mean, yeah, though there's like a wall or there's like a display, but the way that it's set up is like you have to go to like the far corner of the store in order to do that, mm -hmm. you know, in order to look at the new books and they're not really, I don't know, they weren't really arranged in such a way that I was like, Oh, okay. I know this is exactly what's, what's what. Um, and because other stores you can go to like other comic book stores, like they just have them, you know, like set up and it's so, it's so much better, you know, but I, you know, I found, I, I picked some stuff up that I figured would be good for us. And, uh, you know, Figured, you know, that would be a good time to do that and check out some other stuff there. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, just obviously I'm into the comic book figures and action figures there and, you know, just looked around. I didn't actually go as crazy as I normally do. Yeah. Um, I picked up a Catwoman figure, which mm -hmm. I will open up on my YouTube channel, Angry Hero 79. Yeah. We will have to, you'll have to check that out. Uh, at some point I'm going to have to open that up, but I wanted to get a, I saw that for like a good deal and I was, 
happy to pick that up. And I think that was that. And I picked up some other comics. I think, yeah. Yeah, no, you I, picked up, and I picked up like two single issues. Yeah, I bought some single issues from some dollar books, you know. And I mean, I didn't get a chance to really, the thing about the, this is the thing, like the the books they have there, like the $1 books, it's such an overwhelming. Oh, there's so much stuff. Because it's, there's so many boxes and it's, it's a, I mean, it's purposefully like a big collection. And that's, that's usually like. I get overwhelmed because yeah. I want to look at through all the boxes. Like I really do. Like, cause I really want to be like, I, I want to cover all my bases. I want to see if I got everything in here. Like it's kind yeah, of like, but when we it go would to, take hours. Yeah. It'd take hours. You know, you go to David, like the, like David Adams. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's so many places that are like that yeah. where they just, they really just tables full of dollar boxes, tables full of dollar boxes, or, you know, it's just, it just gets to be very, uh, difficult to be like, Oh man, I want to, spend time doing this, but I also want to spend time doing something else here, you know, especially in a place like Mile High, like there's so much to look at and so much to just to check out there. And, you know, you kind of have to, you know, pick and choose because I mean, the thing too is like, you know, we're in the middle of this pandemic and it's, it's a comic book store, you know, and it's, it's, it's a warehouse. It's a warehouse. It's big, It's huge. but the pe- people come in there and, you know, they're just wandering around and you just, you know, and especially, you know, you just, there's like a family yeah, in there. Yeah, thing, especially when the kids get involved. Because then the kid the kids, I mean, obviously most of them are just like, yay! And they're just like not. They're just walking in front of you. Yeah. They're walking to the side. And also too, you know, and, this, and I get why they do it. But I feel like, I like to look at the action figures. And they have like this display. But you, these displays. And they, you know, have to open up the thing for you. Right. But then they have to like stand there and wait for you to finish. Yeah. And I'm like, this isn't really helpful because I know that you have other things to do instead of just waiting for me to look at something. Right. Like I can sit here all day and spend my time just looking at all these things. I know. You know, and just trying to figure out if I'm going to get something. But I don't want to waste your time, you know, right. other people's time. Right. So, you know, it just gets really gets gets uncomfortable. And, you know, I, I but I get why they do it because they probably have had it where people, you know, have – pocketed shit, sure. you know, ran out the door and be like, Oh, thanks. You know, thanks a lot. And then they walk out with, you know, seven, you know, hundred dollars, hundreds of dollars worth of stuff. They were, I mean, they, they were ripped off like not too long ago. Remember that? Yeah. I think they caught that guy. I think they did too, because well, obviously somebody's going to be trying to, trying to flip some, uh, some hot properties. Yeah. Some expensive. So somebody, because somebody came I'm in and like, I'm trying to remember, I feel like they stole, like they walked in and they broke some of those glass They broke cases, one of those, those glass stole, cases like, in the some, front. Yeah, yeah. Where the, the, because if you when you walk into Mile High, right at the front, there's a bunch of glass cases, and that's where they have some of those really valuable comic books, first issues. Oh yeah, you like, know, like stuff literal like, that. like stuff that like yeah, you know, like, like literally you could. There's comics there that cost fifteen hundred dollars because it's like Avengers one. Yeah, or Aven- you know, it's, it's, it's somebody it's, broke the, it, that case and like took one of those comics. It's the good stuff. Like it's the stuff. It's the it's, shit. You're, you're not just like going into a store and like maybe like a place like the Bug, you know, and they might have like some notable books like in the front case sure. or something like that. You know, I mean, this is like real deal shit. I mean, it's yeah. all over the place too. Yeah. I mean, it's if you've never been there, you know, you need. It's I, worth it. I love. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like. I personally could probably go there every weekend and not get tired of it. Yeah. But I will say that some of their shit's overpriced. Oh no, that totally is overpriced. Some I mean, of their shit's overpriced. Do, you know. And that's fine. It's an independent store. It's probably the biggest comic book store in the country. Yeah. If not the world. And what's his name? Um Chuck. I can't remember his last name. Rosansky? Yeah, Rosansky. He literally travels all over the country. He will drive. He just posted on facebook the other day that he drove to kansas city and like bought some dude's collection for ten thousand dollars yeah and then he'll drive back and he'll sell it he'll turn it and flip it so he and he Mm. literally says like if you have a huge collection you want to get rid of email this person and i will fucking come and buy it from you come buy our collection he literally will like he won't buy ours (laughs) he'll be like like, like, this is worth seven (laughs) dollars we're like yay seven dollars this is worth an arby's coupon oh no (laughs) Uh, but yeah, I mean, like if you have a decent collection, he'll buy it from you. Yeah, so. if you have if you have some valuables, I mean, we do have some valuables. Do we? I have some like uh, my dad's stuff. Oh, that's true. I have so the have, like, first appearance of Molten Man. We have like three valuables. Yeah, I have some stuff that that's like this. Yeah, I have this. Well, I have this one which we've never. Maybe we should just do it because it's it's like a eighty page giant secret origins, mm. and but the, it's not in very good condition. 
So people, but anytime though, like I show it to somebody, people are like, oh, whoa, shit. But then they look at it, they go, they look at it and it's like, ah, well, you know, it's not worth that much. Right. You know, because it's, you know, it's, it's, trash. it's trashed, you know, but I mean, it, it, and that's just how it was. Right. You know, and I mean, my dad, you know, it's an old comic. My dad wasn't sitting there trying to be like, oh, I'm well, gonna who hold. was back yeah. then? Nobody was. I was always surprised though, when my dad busted those things out, you know? Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, shit, this is what my dad has, you know? Yeah, I would have loved to know. I'm sure my dad must have had comics back in the day, but I'm sure they were all gone. Yeah. You know, by the time he, you know, had Oh, your me. dad, your dad's throwing out, your dad throws out all the valuable. It's like your, like, stuff that could be valuable. Ugh. Like, when you, when they clean out your uncle's. I will never forgive him for this. <laughs> this is the second, so this is the second thing I will never forgive. Well, third thing I will never forgive my father for. <laughs> the first thing I will never forgive my father for. Is when I was a kid, we, he bought a computer. And this is a like the old kind with the C prompts and the, you know, all that sort of the DOS operating system. He bought this computer and I was like nine. And I started writing a novel about my cat, TC. And it was from her point of view. And I would go in and I would write, and I had like 15 chapters of this book. I could have been some child prodigy, but I was writing this book. And my dad found it on the computer and he deleted it. And I will never forgive him for that. He deleted it by accident? or just No, on purpose. He was like, oh, you didn't need this, did you? And he deleted it. He, he didn't even ask me before he deleted it. He just deleted it. Shit, that's cruel. And I was like, you know I was writing a fucking novel, right? No, he destroyed it. So he deleted that. And then, wait, what was the second thing I could do? What was the other thing with, 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 your uncle, with your Uncle Lou? Oh, 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 yeah. So then my Uncle Lou passed away. My Uncle Lou was actually uh, a Iwo Jima survivor. Uh-huh. He was a fucking medic at Iwo Jima. And he used to write uh, in a diary every single day. Every day. So when he came out here to visit us, he would literally take time in the afternoon and he would sit down and he would journal about what happened that day. He had... Tons of these fucking journals in his house. I don't know how long he kept them. I don't know how long he'd been journaling for, but he had tons of these fucking books. And when my uncle Lou passed away, he had no children. And I said to my dad, it was my great uncle. And I said, all I want is one notebook. I don't know what's in it. I just want to read it. Okay. Like he spent a whole bunch of fucking time journaling. I just want to know what it says. They threw them all away. But he kept the pocket head. protectors. Yeah, buck fucking you know pocket protectors. He's like, oh, these are valuable. You know, I was like, no, you know, throw away those books. Because my throw dad away the, throw away those memories. This man has has been journal has been chronicling for years. For years, he every time he would journal every single fucking day. He would sit down and journal, and and I was like. I just want to read it. I don't even know if it's probably nothing. That's something I regret. Not journaling? Yeah. I tried to do that at the beginning of the p- pandemic, but it really just like descended into me being really angry. That's the thing. I feel like I've, if I would have <laughs> journaled, I would have been, it would think there would have been some really like bitter, bitter things being said in those oh, things. Oh, yeah. No, I have some and of the I, journals over there where there's a lot of bitter shit. Yeah. And I don't know if like. I would want to, I don't know. I mean, not, not that I, you know, not that there's nothing wrong with actually putting that stuff to paper Yeah. because it's it's probably better than doing that. Then it's better doing that than, you know, expressing it in other ways in public or whatever, you know, if you're really angry, but I don't know. I mean, there's some stuff that is like, I kind of wish that like, you know, I remembered, yeah. you know, or just be, have some, you know, being able to to verify things, you know, it's just, you know, because things, you know, th- you, weird things happen, weird things have happened in my life. Right. You know, that I like to keep track of. Yeah. You know, and that's like, you know, like concerts and yeah. podcast shit, you know, and I just never got around to doing that. So. Yeah. And I did, like I said, I did try to start at the very beginning of the pandemic and like write about everything that was happening and. And what it was like to live through the pandemic. But it really just descended into like how fucking angry I was at our government for like not having any sort of proper response. No. And I was like, how many times can I write that? So. Yeah. How many times can I be like, fuck, 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 fuck. Can I just write, can I, I know we're. Oh, we got to talk about this. We got to talk about this because we didn't mention it. And I know this is like supposed to be the review part of the show, but. uh, Oh, no, we went. So when we went to Mile High, I found this trade or Sean found it. Yeah. And I bought it, and it's called Return to Romance, because everybody knows I love a romance comic. Uh, the Strange Love Stories of Ogden Whitney. So it says here on the back, I don't know who Ogden Whitney is, 
But it says Og- Ogden Whitney was one of the unsung masters of American comics. He is perhaps best remembered for co-creating the satirical superhero Herbie Popnecker, also known as the Fat Fury. I thought that was me. (laughs) Also me. Uh, But his romance comics of the late 1950s and 1960s may be even more unique. In Whitney's hands, the standard formula of meet cute, minor complications, and the final blissful kiss becomes something very different. An unsettling version of mid-century American romance as a devastating power struggle. A form of intimate psychological warfare dressed up in pearls and flannel suits. From suburban laws to offices to rocket labs to factories, his men and women scheme and clash, dominate, and escape. It is darkly hilarious, truly terrifying, and yes, occasionally even a bit romantic. We need to do something out of that book. Yeah, I mean, they're all these, like, old 50s and 60s romance comics. Well, just the fact that it's it's hard to find comic these romance comics, collected. like, collected. Yeah. I mean, they're probably more collected than we realize. Sure. But at the same time, though, I mean, just stuff that's, like, in print, you know, it's... it. it because, I mean, there's so many of them, in the, especially in the 50s and 60s oh, and yeah, 70s or whatever. Like, it was just... There's just so much of it. So the fact that that exists is great, and I'm glad you got it. Yeah, there's, there's actually one in here called The Red-Haired Boy and the Pug-Nosed Girl. Oh, boy. So, yeah, we'll have to do something like that. And it's like, oh, you know, I, I always love seeing these yeah. old crazy things, so I'm excited for that. Anyways, let's, anyway, get, let's, get, let's get to the book in here. Let's actually talk about the comic. Let's actually talk about something from this year. Oh, fuck. The year of our Lord, 2021. Oh, fuck me, man. I don't... <laughs> How is that a thing? Uh, King in Black, Thunderbolts number one, uh, March 2021. So this is, I think this is the ongoing or it's just wrapping up mm. the uh, the current like overarching storyline of Marvel. Mm-hmm. Because we talked about something else that's coming up. Yeah. But this is. this is Yeah, a, the infinite something or other the yeah, event. Yeah. yeah, something, some other big event. But yeah. this is something that's going on right now. And. I think it's pretty cool that, you know, there's this event that's going on that everybody needs to come together and, and deal with. And it's kind of like an old school thing, mm-hmm. you know, like acts of vengeance or, uh, you know, subterranean wars, things that they would, you know, have rolling across like different, you know, uh, annuals or whatever. You know, it just, I think, I think that's neat. Atlantis attacks, you know, so this one in particular deals with uh, the team, the Thunderbolts. Uh, or at least the team of the now, mm, because yes. I feel like this team isn't really the Thunderbolts that is ongoing. If there is an ongoing one, I don't really know. Uh, I don't know. But it's very much like a Suicide Squad kind of yes. vibe going on. Yeah. So on the cover here, we have the title. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, the, the <laughs> usually what you have on a usually cover. Usually what yeah. you see. Yeah. I, I just the reason why I bring it up though is because. It has like a the O of the Thunderbolts. It has a little silhouette of the Kingpin. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, hey, let's put a fat guy in here. <laughs> From a distance, I thought it was like, you know how sometimes it's like a chess piece? Yeah. That's what I thought it was. That I was like, oh, wait, no, it's just a fat guy. <laughs> yeah, just big fat guy. I want a logo with just big fat guy in it. Just put like. Maybe that should be our new logo. It's a logo and just, it's just a big fat guy in there. Well, just us. <laughs> Silhouetted. Just. <laughs> in, the, in the O of worst? Yes. Yes. Okay. The O is gigantic, and it's just us. I don't know. We, yeah, we need a new logo. We, we do. I've been talking Probably about this for years. theme song, too. We need a new podcast. Maybe it's just the worst collection in the world. It's the worst collection in the world. I don't know. I can always find somebody to do a new Yes, we could pay theme. someone who actually has talent to do it. Yes, you are correct. Yeah. Now, what's wrong with our music? It's just boring and standard Not boring sure it is rob rob kelly said it was sound like a like a newscast yeah yeah nothing wrong with that okay it's literally called the greatest cape <laughs> okay that's the name of the track okay it's been our song theme song for years yes it has it's the beginning yes, this, so, this show has been going on for almost it'll be seven years this year oh my god shoot me my god why why you are and we i so have been, old? you and i have been talking for seven years we'll be talking longer than that well no i mean like on the podcast oh on the podcast yeah 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 no we we're gonna we've been together for a long fucking time yeah yeah so been podcasting for a long time and, and so yeah because it was 2014 yeah and to yeah 2014 we started this and uh, we are 2021 so that's <sighs> 
seven years. Thunderbolts on the cover here. We've got the team, the th- team of the Thunderbolts. So we've got uh, Batrock the Leaper, Taskmaster with a very large and flowing cape. Mm. Uh, very, it's a ridiculous cape. Yes. Uh, Rhino, Star, and uh, Mister Fear. Yeah. Mister Fear. So, and then the, they're being uh, descended upon by a giant monster dragon. Because, so, here's what's going on. Okay? Mm-hmm. This whole thing, King and Black, it's about, uh, uh, there's a little little uh, blurb here, and it actually makes, makes sense here. So, for millennia, the symbiote, 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 mm-hmm. god Null, was imprisoned in the edge of the gal at the edge of the galaxy, but he's just been freed and has unleashed an un- innumerable, innumerable, innumerable horde, innumerable, innumerable, Jesus, innumerable horde of dragons on Earth. Thanks to Null's destructive forces, the world has world has been enveloped by in a deadly symbiote goo. <laughs> the world is covered in goo. Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> kind of wish it was real. I mean, I kind of feel like the world's covered in goo right kinda, now. Yeah, I kind of feel like we're we are, we're just a, we're in a metaphorical goo. Yeah, we are. Uh, the world needs saving. The world needs the thunderbolts with a fat guy in the circle. Mm. So, yeah. So basically, the, so the symbiote come from the planet Clintar, I think it is. <laughs> and planet Clinton. Clinton. Clintar. Krypton. Krypton. Um, and they are the, the symbiotes, symbiotes of the uh, of Venom. So, that's right. you know, cause that's been, that's been fleshed out in the Marvel comics more yeah, yeah. Uh, over the past couple of years. You know, what, what these actual aliens are instead of just them just showing up and just bonding with humans and just saying right. it's aliens, like they actually have like backstories and shit. Yeah. And uh, this null guy basically becomes like their leader. And he, you know, is laying waste to the universe and made it to Earth because mm-hmm. they're looking for um, Eddie Brock's son. Eddie Brock has a son. Eddie Brock has a son. All right. And uh, and there's like whole stuff going on where like he like it's it's very strange. It's it's, it's I mean. I don't want to give too much away because it's still kind of going on now, mm-hmm. but you can, you could read about it, but you know, like Eddie looking for Eddie Brock's son to, and then there's a thing where like Eddie Brock gets thrown off a building hmm. and he, beca- but he, but he ends up becoming captain universe in the end. Okay. Cause that's a thing. Sure. That's a thing now. Captain universe. Uh, ironically enough, I read in the, in the Marvel uh, firsts that mm-hmm. book that I got for Christmas. It has the first appearance of Captain Universe, and he re- fights a guy named Mister E. Okay, <laughs> uh, like a like a like a shadow villain of some sort, and uh-huh. that guy, like Mister E, like factors into all this shit because uh-huh. he's like a shadow darkness or whatever, and like Black Knight's involved because he's got an ebony blade. Sure. So any yeah, it's it's all sorts of hoo ha going on. Uh-huh. And uh I'm not exactly sure how it's all ending, but I picked this up. I figured we'd, you know, give this a shot. And we don't really do much Thunderbolts on here. I think we've done like one other Thunderbolts. And uh this isn't really the team I guess so. It just feels again very much like because at this time, okay, uh, Wilson Fisk is the mayor of New York City, right? Yeah, and the symbiotes were coming to New York City, and he was like, so the superheroes were like, "Yo, get people out of Manhattan because the symbiotes are coming." Yeah, and they're going to envelop everybody in goo. Oh. And very much like a person that we all know, mm. Wilson Fisk was like, "No, I ain't gonna do anything." Let, let's just pretend it's not happening. Let's not, let's <laughs> pretend it's not happening because you're trying to discredit me oh, by doing this. It'll disappear, folks. Yeah. The symbiotes will disappear. We have the most luxurious goo. <laughs> it's the best goo in the state, in the state, in the country, or in the world. Mm-hmm. 
We have the richest goo. Mm-hmm. Take hydroxychloronique. It will do the goo will leave you alone. If you pour if you pour bleach down your throat. Yeah. The goo will leave you alone. If you pour bleach, I mean, that's true. If you pour bleach down your throat, the goo will leave you alone because you will be dead. That's right. Well, actually, maybe that's not true, as we will see in this book. Yeah. I I was confused by this opening page because it looks like he's giving a press conference. He is giving a press conference. Oh, he's giving a press conference. He's announcing that that the Thunderbolts are dead. Are dead. Yes. And so he's like, they. But I feel like, are we going back in time yes, here? Yes, because you see. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So he, there, Kingpin's standing there, and he's like, you know, the Thunderbolts were great, but they're all dead, and they sacrificed a lot for us, and they were, and then you cut to a few days before or a few weeks before, and he's like, you guys are a bunch of pieces of fucking shit. I hate you all, and he's talking to a room full of them, and he's like, here's the thing, uh, I basically own you. Uh-huh. And much like with the Suicide Squad, now you have to go, like, do this thing or I will kill you. Yeah. Uh, but he, at first he says, well, you could go back to jail. And Inferno. Incendiary. Incendiary. Is like. Hereditary. I, I'll pick jail. Like, yeah. I'm out. And he's like, cool. So he leaves the room and then you hear a shot. A gunshot, and he's dead. Yeah, he's like, oh, he tried him. to escape. I don't know what to do. So now all the rest of the people who are there, who have got like Rhino, uh, so w- somebody named Star. Star. Uh, Fear. There's like a whole room full of people. There's a room full of these random villains. Uh, the most, probably the most the notable one is Taskmaster. Right. Uh, and Rhino. I guess Rhino would be yeah. there. And Kingpin, I guess, technically. And there's like a lizard lady. There's a lizard lady Snake, called Snakehead. Snakehead. I don't know if she's actually a villain or if she's just made up for this. She's just made up for this. Actually, so this is the thing. So Ampere, the Mohawk guy. Yeah, yeah, Who, because we didn't mention him, because he's, he's not on the cover, because you know why? Because he dies. Yeah. Spoiler. Um, <laughs> so Ampere, Snakehead, and Incendiary. Incendiary, who looks like the weird. He does. Yeah, you're right. He does look like the weird. He's just like the weird. Um, they're all made up for this particular book, and then they all die. Mm. So everybody else, but everybody else, though, like Mr. Fear, Mr. Fear is like a dot. So actual villains live. The actual villains live. So <laughs> like see. Taskmaster, you know, everybody knows Taskmaster. Uh, Mr. Fear is a was a uh, Daredevil villain, or at least started out as a Daredevil villain. At least I think so. Um, Batchrock, who is a Captain America <laughs> villain. Batchrock? Batchrock. Batrock the Leaper. He's French. Oh, I was just thinking Batch. Oh, Batchrock. <laughs> He's like, yeah, my villain, is, my, my power is I got a big batch. Sean refers to packages or penises as batches. Well, your pants, if it looks like you have a, you know, a batch. That's actually not, that's, that, that's not mine. That's, uh, I know, but it's something I Mr. Science Theater. Because sometimes, like, there'll be dudes walking in with tight jeans with pat, with you know. So they don't want to call it a package; they call it a batch. Yeah, they was like, "Oh no, his batch is coming towards me," you know, because <laughs> I'm there on the screen or whatever. Um, so yeah, so so uh, I was thinking Batch Rock. Batch Rock, and then so yeah, he's a Captain America mm-hmm. villain, and uh, then you have um, Star and Star's thing, and I just was reading up on her today, so she's kind of like. The evil Carol Danvers of sorts. Okay. Because she started out as like this, you know, as like this girl who had like a terrible like upbringing and she was like, she began to become a reporter mm-hmm. and she ended up, she ended up getting like abducted by some villains and then, then she, she was very bitter. So she decided to become like half Cree and she developed all you these can, powers. You like, decide that? Yeah, she like volunteered for some sort of. She oh, heard. She, she heard that. She heard I that. I thought so, you were like. She was just sitting there. And she's like, I'm fucking mad. You know what? I'm half Cree now. No, she was gonna powers. be. She's like, she somebody, somebody, uh, somebody was doing some experiments. Some Cree, Cree oh, okay. scientist was doing some experiments. She was like, Yo, sign me up. Mm. Put me down for. Put me down for half Cree. <laughs> and so she became that. And then she, you know, was going around fighting Captain Marvel. And there's a whole story about her she actually had like a like a mini series or something sort of recently like she's like somebody's like she's like only like only been around for like like a couple of years okay you know so she's very new but she's very powerful mm. and they make a point because everybody all these other villains are there and you know no 
nobody questions these incendiary or snakehead or whoever the fuck those people are. Right. But they're all like, hey, who's the star? Why is she here? Right. What the fuck's with this chick? And granted, she doesn't look like a typical villain. Her costume is more superhero. She looks more like uh, Starlight from Yeah, uh, she really Boys. does. Yeah, she really looks like the way she's drawn and the costume she's given, she really looks like more like a hero than a villain. So I do it, but I do enjoy a lot of the, 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 the random swearing in this book. Oh, I do too. There's I appreciate some, some, it. There's like, this is one point where, uh, Kingpin's like, you know, stars here for, you know, you're here for a reason because you're very powerful. And, uh, he says, now you work for me, stop this shit, save the world, become a hero, become a hero parades and all that. And I'll make you rich. Yeah. Everybody falls in line and they're like, I need you. This is what you need to do. Mm-hmm. So, we, you need to go. We don't. We don't especially say this here, but basically, he tells him you need to go to Ravencroft Manor yeah. and find uh, uh, Norman Osborn. Right, but he's just like, hey, you just have to go to this place because this person's going to help us defeat these monsters. Yeah, defeat the monsters. So they're like, all right. So they set out. On a trek across the city, and it's well. This is for well, mind you. Before this, he says, "You know, y'all gotta take your masks off." That's right, which I feel is strange. I don't really. He's like, "Well, you work for me, so you have to do it." He's like you don't hide; you show your faces. And I'm like, "So y'all gotta take your masks off." I mean, off. nobody knows who they are. You hired them as these people. I mean, well, en- enlisted them, forced them to work for you. Yeah. Uh, whatever. So sure, they all have to take their masks off, and so they start like walking through this. The city, basically. And it's covered in goo. It's covered in goo. Like, like there's strands of goo everywhere. And gross. there's 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 monstrous dragons flying around. Yeah. And they're killing everybody. Yeah. Or they're doing whatever they're doing. I mean, I don't, I don't know if they're going to, I mean, how, how much of the of the world they've covered. Sure. Um, I All don't know. If, like, I don't know if they've gone to Parker yet, <laughs> where we lived. But, but the but New York City is definitely covered in goo. R.I.P.D. Uh, R.I.P. New York City. So, so they start yeah. walking and like they're just pretty much all arguing and like all of a sudden this like goo dinosaur type well, we, thing. We get, we get some 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 uh, jokes here. Oh, jokes! Because they're one of them is like because they're like they need the Thunderbolts and oh, well, that's right. They're somebody, arguing about somebody's it. like, well, we should have a better name. And then uh, I think it's Mister Fear is like, we need a better name. We're heroes, right? Mm-hmm. F- representing ho- justice and hope or some shit. Yeah, <laughs> we should call ourselves the Hope League. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, ha ha. Yeah, there's some jokes. Yeah. So as they're walking, uh, a big, big one of the one of the symbiote dragons shows up and just bites the head off of bites. Uh, What's her face in half? Yeah, a snake head. Snake head. Like in literally half. just bites it, and it's pretty fucking cool, actually. Well, well she bites the head because uh, Mr. Fear finds like a like something on the ground. Yeah. He's like he's like he's like a really shiny petty, and then he just bends down, and that's when uh, he, uh, the snake head gets bit. Yeah. So. In half. In half, it's pretty. Uh, it's pretty hardcore. It's, it's pretty great, and they're like, "Oh no, now we have to kind of like stop this thing," and that's kind of what we see. Kingpin was like, the reason Star's here is because she's a heavy hitter. Yeah. And so, like, she uses all of her power to, like, basically annihilate this thing. But in doing so, it, like, wipes her out. So she, like, passes out a little bit, and the French guy catches her. Yeah. Well, this is a Mr. Fear uses his fear gun gas. Like, that's, that's like, his thing. He kind of uses it to get off balance. And uh, she shoots him with her thing, and uh, she gets... uh, uh, weekend. Uh, I do enjoy though Batrock's outfit because mm-hmm. it kind of just looks like he's wearing like a like a casual jacket. Yeah, he's just like just you know going to the beach or something. Looks pretty sweet. Um, but then yeah. like after this thing is defeated, well we oh god. Um, we get them pretty much. Everybody starts arguing again to be like, I'm fucking out of this because that thing just ate that chick and our heavy hitter just passed out. Yeah. So fuck this. So like Rhino walks off. Rhino just goes, I'm leaving. And they're like, okay. Yeah. I mean, and they're no, like, how are you going to stop him? And they're like, yeah, I'm not going to try to like fight him because he could literally stomp me. Yeah. And then the guy with the mohawk. Ampere. Ampere. Uh, he's like, you know what? I'm fucking out of this too. And then like fear comes up behind him and just stabs him. Well, cause he's like, yeah. Cause he's being, he's like dead. This guy's like, fuck this shit. And he's just, you know, and so Mr. Fear is like, he's like, you're a coward. I'm going to kill you. Yeah. And then they strip him of his, uh, yeah, whatever his, his power, gimmick, gimmick, gimmick yeah. gauntlets or whatever, whatever gave him his powers is like some sort of like gauntlety things. And they give him to 
Taskmaster? Yeah, they give him the Taskmaster and he uses it to kind of energize his sword and stuff. Yeah. So it actually uh, actually works out. Yeah. And uh, they're like, all right, well, I guess that's that. I do enjoy, though, when uh, uh, Rhino's leaving and he and, uh, Batroc just goes, au revoir, hippopotamus. Yeah, he calls him hippopotamus. So. Uh, yeah, so he they he leaves and, they, and then they're like, all right, well, let's continue on. And then they hear uh, some fighting. And they come across. Well, well, before that, we get the bit. We get a bit kind of the stolen, I think, stolen right out of uh, Suicide Squad. Uh huh. Where Mr. Fear just sees a, sees a, like, pearls and, like, oh, jewelry right. in the window. Yes. And he just smashes yeah. it. And they're yeah. like, because earlier, they're like. Oh, that's right. Because uh, Taskmaster's like, we got to find a boat and we need to take it. And they're like, so we just go like, we're just going to steal a boat. He's like, no, we're going to commandeer it. Yeah, because they're like, oh, well, we're heroes now. We don't steal. We commandeer. Yeah. And Which then, I thought was pretty funny. And so Mr. Uh, Mr. Fear like smashes in his window and starts stealing these these jewels. And uh, Taskmaster's like, hey, what are you doing? He's like, I'm commandeering these jewels. Yeah, which I thought was funny. And they're like, no, leave it. And as they're doing that, they hear this noise, which is. Jessica Jones, uh, Luke Cage, and who else? Iron Fist. And Iron Fist. This is Offenders. Um, Fighting the monsters. Fighting the goo monsters and uh, symbiotes, uh, people who have become symbiotes or whatever. I don't really know. And they're like, well, we should help them. And they're like, fuck those guys. We're not going to help them because they throw us in jail. Let them keep doing what they're doing we will keep moving on yeah stars like stars like trying to understand that and they're just like no like we're we're you know the other the other villains yeah you know the mr fear and you know and the the, the villain villains are just like nah fuck it <laughs> fuck that shit those people suck yeah we're out why don't they go and uh you know why don't they go figure their own shit out because we're doing our thing mm-hmm. and as i say it's actually kind of justified you yeah, know if I you're mean, looking from a, from, a, from a villain point of view yeah exactly i'm like okay yeah. that makes sense so they like continue on and then all of a sudden this like weird, they call him a drippy Spider-Man or something. Yeah. Is like sitting up there like, well, maybe he'll ignore us. And obviously he doesn't. It's like another symbiote comes at them. So they start fighting. Yeah. And uh, that's where Taskmaster uses his uh, energized sword to, to cut uh, off the, the head. Chap, yeah. Chop off his uh, head. But this actually, this is a funny bit where. This is very funny. You know, because since everybody's been changed to turn into these symbiotes. Yeah. Batroc's like, there's a man inside there. And Taskmaster goes, yeah, it's like Venom. And he's like, wait a minute. There's a man inside Venom? Yeah. <laughs> They're like, well, you know, he took over, like, Spider-Man's costume and blah, blah, blah. And, like, now he's some – now he lives in some bro named Eddie. <laughs> 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 and Venom, then he goes, Venom is Spider-Man's laundry? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, actually, that is 100% accurate. But, um, but, but as it turns out – It turns out that it's – these things kind of possess dead people – because it took over whatever the fuck amper, ampersand amper, amper, ampersand yes. <laughs> it took over ampersand the, his power the, is to uh, the mohawk guy type and he cuts off his head and this was actually my favorite part of the whole book where fear holds up his head and he goes oh i've never killed the same guy twice <laughs> it's pretty cool and he's like well you didn't taskmaster's like i technically killed him don't get any of fucking goop on you you idiot. Because yeah. Because it'll take you over. So then all of a sudden a bunch of uh, a bunch of these monsters start chasing after them and they're uh they're they're booking it and they go to they get O'Hap on a boat, but what's his face? Uh Batrock is falling behind because Batrock's like trying to like hold some of them off or whatever. Yeah. And he's funny behind and all the other, you know, uh, Vill- uh Fear and uh Taskmaster are like, fuck him. You know, we're just going to head out. And Star's like, well, no, I got to go back. And they're like, no, you know, he 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 knew what he was getting into. Well, of course, he's a leaper. Yeah, he's a big leaper. Uh, So he like. And he leaps because he put the thing, the, the, the energized down his boots. Yeah. And so he's able to leap like this huge distance and hit the boat. Yeah, because he took Ampersand's shit and like gauntlets and put them on his feet. And so he. He jumps and he jumps onto the boat and then they get to the island. Did they touch? He asked them, did they touch you? And Batrock does not get touched unless he desires it. Right. And some guy's like, gross. And I'm like, no, that's right, Batrock. Yeah. You, you make sure that shit's consensual. And <laughs> consensual he Consensual like, villains. Yeah. And so he like, they get to the um, the thing. They go up to base, what, Riven Rock or whatever. Ravencroft. Rivendale? Riven, Riven, Riverdale. Yes, Archie. <laughs> they open the door and Archie's there. And Archie's there, um, but it's Norman Osborn. And they're like, oh, well, we're already dead. You can even see 
from this distance because it's not like that close up. You could still see his weird hair. Yeah. Because he's always had that weird hair where it's like shaved. I don't know what it is. I, I, I actually would I wonder. I think you know what it's supposed to be. Have you ever seen dudes with curly hair? Yeah. And how they, if they slick it back, it kind of goes like the waves. Yeah. I think that's what that's supposed to be. So it's, he's got a really tight fro that's just kind of wavy. I think it's just but really, it's, but, but, yeah, but, it's but, slicked but, back because it's wavy. I think he just keeps it short, but it's probably naturally curly. So that's why it looks like that. I would like to try that. Go you don't to have a, curly hair. That's the thing. Yeah, I don't think I pulled it off. Too bad I can't. My, my hair's not, my hair's just wavy. Yeah, if, like, I, if I had curly hair, if I had curly hair, I'd be like, "Yo, give me the Norman Osborn." Yeah, if you had really curly hair, you could probably pull it off. You have stick straight hair. Yeah, uh, I have the curly fucking fro waves, but they they just they're some are wavy, some are curls. Yeah. Uh, so I can't even pull that off either. So yeah, so that's um, so that's it. Yeah. That's how this wraps up, and. Uh, didn't want to point out there's a new Morbius book coming out. I saw that. I thought that looked interesting. I mean, more the granted, there's so many like reboots. And uh, some, I don't know if this is like a mini series or not. I mean, I feel like they're probably doing it because when's the movie coming out? Who even <laughs> knows know. anymore? I don't know. I, I keep forgetting that that actually is like done. Didn't you, yeah? We saw a trailer for it. Yeah, we saw in a the trailer. before times. Yeah. Now yeah, who back, knows? Back when you could see movies. Yeah. Hey, once we get stabbed, fully stabbed, oh, go see a movie. It, yeah, if, if movie theaters are open, right? I think they are. I mean, shit. Are drive, things we, play? Yeah, I think so, because I feel like we drive by them and people are, like, there. I, I think they are. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll do that. Hmm. But uh, that is it for King in Black Thunderbolts number one from March 2021. Uh, I don't know how you feel about the rest of this. You want to keep reading... I have actually two questions. Mm. Do you want to read the next issue in this series? Because there's a number two. It's not just like a one shot. Mm -hmm. Do you want to read more of this crossover? Hmm. Good question. I actually didn't mind this book. And I feel like this is probably like a limited. This. Oh, this one. Yeah. It's only like like a couple issues. Uh, So I could probably handle reading that. And like, because I'm, you know, it's only a couple issues. One, you know, in, in, in and out type of thing. So I could be like, yeah, I'd probably watch that or read that. Do I care? I feel like, well, maybe because I feel like it's all going to wrap up by the time we get to infinite, whatever the fuck. Yeah. Um, so yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, if it's, if it's easy to read, like in the terms of like collections or something like that, maybe I'll keep an eye out for it. Yeah. I don't know about that. Um, I did enjoy this Thunderbolts though. I did. I kind of, I kind of dug it. You know, I enjoyed the camaraderie between the the characters, mm-hmm. and you know, it's a few characters that I'm not really uh, I'm familiar with them, but I'm not some some I'm not definitely not familiar with. Right. Um, but it's you know, it's good to be educated. Mm-hmm. You know, because I did read up about it, you know, a little bit, and uh, yeah, that's kind of hip. So, yeah. uh, I was glad to pick that up because I figured you know I was trying to find something readable, and that wasn't too like up its own ass. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like there's – because sometimes like with these books – because there's like versions of the – there's like a, like a thing with Namor going on and then there's, you know, shit with Spider-Man and it's just like I don't know if I'm going to dig this, mm-hmm. you know. So we're, we're – it's kind of – it was kind of like a weird pickup at the time. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I feel like I need to invest in some more newer comics just to for for the sh- you know me for the show just sure. to kind of see how things are kind of kind of step it up a little bit. Sure. As far as the newer times, maybe maybe my next time I go to like Second and Charles or something, maybe I'll look up some stuff. Uh, try to try to focus on stuff in the new millennium. Mm, yes. You know, in the past, something in the past twenty years. Yeah. And not in the past like thirty or forty years because. Can I still read? One of my 50, 1950s romance comics. Oh, no, of course. We got, we got to do something out of that book. <laughs> yeah, we do. We got to do something out of this, which, by the way, that cover of that Return to Romance is weird. Oh, it's real fucked up. Because it's just a woman's face and her eyes are closed, but then, but then like, there's faces on her eyes. Yeah, but then there's like a superimposed people kissing on her, on, over her eyes, and it looks like it doesn't look right. Right. So, uh, yeah. But uh, that's it for this week's show. 
Thank you for listening. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Angry Hero Sean. And I'm at Jen Stansfield on Twitter and Instagram. You can find the show on Facebook, Worst Collection Ever. And you can email the show, Worst Collection Ever, at gmail.com. And, of course, uh, please rate, review the podcast on Apple Podcasts or anywhere that you uh, get your podcasts. Uh, so many places, Spotify, Stitcher, uh whatever you know there are so whatever user pandora i think we're on pandora mm. so if you can find us there check us out and uh, give us a good thumbs up or whatever it is that uh is required and uh find me on uh youtube i have a new video up with uh i believe it's my thanos unboxing so it is comic book related yeah and i think i did post it on our page so on our page on Facebook. So if you want to check it out there, you know, that's uh, that's what I've been up to. And I got a few more things coming up, too. So we'll have to share those very soon. And uh, yeah. And of course, tell your friends about the show. It'd be really cool if you did, because I always like to get the word out. So. All right. Thanks for listening, folks. We'll talk to you again next time. Bye.